Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What can we do to fight back against big pharma and the compromised medical industry? We can become healthy and break free from the perpetual cycle of being poisoned by criminal organizations like most pharmaceutical companies. Come check out what may be the most powerful antioxidant known to man, C60 Purple Power. The benefits of C60 have been personally outstanding. I use it every day and I feel incredible. I have tons of energy, I sleep great, and I haven't even come down with a cold since I started using C60 over two years ago. You can even get C60 for your pets. Do your own research. Click the link in the description and check out their website. If you order from that link or use coupon code KNOWLEDGE10, you get 10% off your order plus free shipping. What is your health worth to you? Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today, my guest is Merkaba13. First, I have a couple of announcements. You can now get Forbidden Knowledge News live five days a week on Rockfin, Rumble, and our website. You can also download your limited edition version of episode one of the Forbidden Documentary Series from our website or by clicking that link in the description. Our website is ForbiddenKnowledge.news. This is also the home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. We feature some amazing podcasts there, and you can always get every new episode of Forbidden Knowledge News on Rockfin, Rumble, and all podcast platforms. Be sure to sign up on Rockfin. This is where you get our premium content. You also get all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin. Just go to rockfin.com slash fknplus or use that link right in the description. 
Today, I want to welcome Merkaber 13. He is an artist and influencer from Atlanta, Georgia, with over 500,000 followers across platforms. He is one of the most impactful creators that is creating positive change in our world. Merkaba, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. How about you? I can't complain. I can't complain. It's a great day. And today we're going to be discussing one of my favorite topics, using the power of your mind to heal yourself and create your reality. Yes, sir. Now, the results that I have personally seen on a daily basis using simple techniques and modalities that I've picked up over the years have been incredible. Right. And you've been implementing and sharing many of these techniques with amazing results, which we're going to get into today from meditation and breathing to manifestation sexual alchemy <laughs> and reprogramming the subconscious we've got yes, a lot sir. to talk about before we do this this is your first time on man tell us a little bit more about your background yourself and what led you down your path oh yeah right well yeah man um my name is Merkaba 13 um i'm from atlanta georgia um i really originally started off as an artist like that was my first entry into pretty much everything spiritual because to me music and art it's like one of the major gateways to spirituality so i was always into creativity and was always just into different things so that kind of just led me to kind of being into more of like sci-fi and that led me to you know one thing led to another and so even as like i was super young like eight or nine years old i remember going on the internet and looking up like how can I become psychic? How can I learn how to move things with my mind? Because I was seeing these things and everyone was telling me, man, that's not real. None of that is real. But just in my heart and mind, even as a young kid, I always felt like, you know, all of this was real. So, you know, I was just always, a, you know, kind of like a weird kid. Like I didn't really fit in with a lot of people, but I always was just my own person. And you know, just over the years, it just led me to just, you know, start researching about, you know, just different um, techniques like meditation, learning about astral traveling and lucid dreaming and getting into, you know, extraterrestrial information and Anunnaki. And, you know, it's like all of these things kind of just started to tie into each other. And once you start to see like the similarities between everything, like even with like certain religious texts, like, you know, cause I came up in a religious background and as I got older, I started to question things. And, you know, I just always wondered like, you know, why are they telling me this? But it's certain inconsistent, it's certain inconsistencies that I'm seeing. And when I started researching more ancient stuff, it's kind of contradicting certain things. So that's, it's just curiosity. Like I was just always a curious person. And I think mm. that just led me to want to, you know, just know and just, you know, gain more knowledge. So, you know, that just led me to, you know, discovering certain things. And then, you know, I had an extraterrestrial experience myself when I was about 18, which, you know, we can get into that later, but that kind of just like really opened the door for me. So now I'm like, man, I got to really understand what's going on. So, that just led me to become like an avid researcher. And, you know, once I put in the years of studying this stuff, then I became the practitioner and start really applying it. And once I saw the results of my life, my first natural instinct was to tell other people so, you know, I could help them. And so, you know, I started putting out videos on social media and, you know, just over time, my account really blew up. And, you know, it kind of just led me to this point now to where, you know, doing speaking engagements, 
you know, um, working with people like, you know, Billy Carson and, you know, people like Jimmy Church and all of these different people that's, you know, really kind of, you know, created platforms so that people can speak about this type of knowledge. And, you know, just all of that kind of just led me to where I'm at today. And, um, you know, it's just uh, it's just been an incredible journey. So that's that's kind of yeah, my background. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And like you say it, I I experience myself the more you go seeking the more the universe tends to give you some answers and show you what you're looking for as long as you have these pure intentions behind right and i've had a very similar journey myself and i would love to hear some of the experiences you've had before we get into meditation and things like that such as your extraterrestrial experience oh yeah dope dope yeah definitely well basically when i was about 18 years old um, it's like a park that I used to go to pretty much every day. And, you know, down here where I'm at in Atlanta, Georgia, like, you know, it's a lot of it's like it's just a lot of spiritual energy. Like out of a lot of places I've traveled to, it's like I've ran into the most conscious people while I was here. It just seemed like it's just something in the atmosphere. And, you know, people always say Atlanta is really Atlantis, all this different stuff. But I used to go to this park like every day. And this is when I first started getting into meditation. So I would go there and meditate every day. And one night I was with like two, two or three of my friends. And it was probably like midnight. It was a full moon. And really looking back on it, it probably was some crazy astrological alignments that we just wasn't aware of. But we was just sitting out at the park and we was like, you know, we had made like a little campfire. And for some reason we was like, yo, you know, whatever is on your heart, just speak it you know, into the, into the flame. So we was all just, you know, putting out our intentions and things we wanted to manifest. And one of my homies just asked a question. He was like, yo, if a portal opened up right here in front of us at, at this lake, would y'all jump in it? And we all said yes. And literally like five minutes later, bro, a bright ass light, like literally consumed <laughs> like everything around us. Like I couldn't even see beyond this light. And what was crazy about it was I could feel just like a lot of ele- like el- electricity, like electrical energy. And it's like I was frozen in time and it's like I couldn't move. I couldn't really like do anything. I was just in this moment and in the like in the distance, I could see like of like a tall kind of like almost like a humanoid type being. But it wasn't really human. It almost kind of looked like, you know, something like you would describe as an angel. I could just see it in the distance. And then the light disappeared. Me and my friends, we all looked at each other and we just ran. We just took off running because that moment was so surreal and powerful that we just couldn't logically explain it. So we all run. And when I got back to my house, I called my homies. I was like, yo, did y'all see that? And we all confirmed that, you know, we saw something and we felt something. So after that, like the next three days, I had like a real bad migraine headache. But I started getting like a lot of downloads. I started like seeing certain things. And this led to me kind of like just researching and realizing that, you know, I had like a pineal gland activation and me being able to see that being that was me like, you know, developing the clairvoyance to be able to kind of see beyond this reality. And what was crazy is after that, it's like all of my senses just got sharper. It's like I could see better. My hearing was better. And it's like, like I said, I made music. It's like after that, I could just like literally play up and down the piano with ease. It's like it's like my DNA got upgraded that night. 
And ever mm-hmm. since then, it's just like I started getting all these channels. I started like getting information and, you know, I'm writing stuff down. I'm researching and cross referencing. And it was crazy because I was getting information about things that I hadn't even researched yet. So that's how I knew that I was actually like tapping into something. And, you know, it's just like over time, um, I just learned how to kind of harness that energy better. But that was like my gateway experience to really understanding that like, yo, there's something beyond this world that can influence us and that can kind of like, you know, help us see things that most people really can't see. So that was me going into the rabbit hole. That was my Alice in Wonderland moment to where, you know, nothing was the same after that. And uh, I love it, man. And I have such a similar story when it comes (laughs) to my spiritual awakening experiences. It was it was through meditative experiences. I made contact with what I now understand as my higher self was given multitudes of information on how to proceed, how to become successful in what I'm doing with this show. And it led me towards my path and it i owe everything to that one experience and the plenty of experiences that followed because i was seeking more and more but it's fascinating how that happens when people have these pure intentions and they have this incredible paranormal or extraterrestrial or supernatural experience that affects them in a way so positively that it propels them and this happens more often than people are having these supernatural experiences that are terrifying them and sending them down the wrong path right right? definitely definitely yeah it it seems like it's more of a positive experience all around and i want to i want to get your insights into not only what's happening with some of those experiences and people that are seeking but the nature of reality in general based on everything you've experienced all that you understand what do you think is the purpose for us being here there's plenty of different schools of thought some believe we may have created this reality for ourselves to experience grow and learn yeah others believe that same thing but possibly it may have been hijacked by a malevolent force that's why we have these negative overlays that we deal with on in on a daily basis but what are your insights into that what do you think um yeah i really honestly think it's a little bit of both um i feel like you know the collective consciousness is really what created this because um the way i look at it, it's like everything is evolution so Basically, it's like if we understand that we're really spiritual beings, you know, and we came into these human bodies to have a human experience. But the purpose of that was for us to, like, gain more understanding of consciousness and gain more understanding of what we are. So that's kind of how I look at it. Um, I just think, like, everything is about evolution. It's like we come here, we learn things, and this helps us evolve, like, even on a soul level. Because all of the experiences and all the energy, even all of the negative things, all the pain and the trauma, like it's still energy and it still, you know, adds to your soul experience and your soul journey overall. So um, that's kind of how I look at it. I feel like we come here, you know, and through doing the work, through becoming spiritually enlightened, we are able to merge back with the one or the source. Um, now I will say that I do believe that there are malevolent forces, um, in the universe, just as far as like, you know, we understand duality. So it's always going to be like a contrast. It's always going to be like an equal reaction, you know, to the energy. So as positive, you know, as you may be, it'll still be negative forces. And it's kind of up to you to be able to navigate, 
and you know balance out everything so i definitely feel like there's a malevolent force but i don't like necessarily look at it as evil i look at it as it's kind of testing you to become stronger like mm-hmm. at least on this plane it's like a lot of times you know it's like when you're working out you lift heavier and heavier weights as you get stronger so it's like you know you have to kind of go through things in order to even know how strong you are so um you know i kind of do believe in like kind of like the anunnaki type theory um where it seems as though like with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, something occurred on the planet to where like something did alter the human dna um Mm -hmm. for positive or negative reasons like because to me i believe in you know reincarnation and i feel like you know when we came into this realm it was for us to learn certain things and you know certain people either didn't learn or they got too attached to this reality and this is what kind of created the reincarnation cycles and you know some people will even say that it's like certain archons or certain entities that kind of want to keep humanity at a lower level so that they can feed off of off of the energy that, you know, humans, you know, um, put out. So I think it's like a combination of both of those things. I do think that there are, you know, forces or spirits or entities that, you know, want to kind of keep humans at a lower level. But, you know, there's mm-hmm. also a force that wants humans to evolve. So that's kind of how I look at it. I think, you know, I'm not the type of person that just like thinks like, yo, this one path or this one philosophy or school of thought is the truth. I think it's different timelines and different realities all playing out at once. So depending on like where you're at, you know, like we could be on two different timelines, like just based on your reality and things you've experienced, Um, even like on the past life level. It's like, you know, we really don't know how old the earth is. You know, some people say it's billions of years old. Some people say it's so many thousands. But ultimately, I think it's even different versions of the Earth. Um, so, yeah, I just think everything is true in a in its own relative reality. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I look at it. Right on. I, I see. I think that a lot of what we experience as paranormal activity or even extraterrestrial contact is part of a learning and growing experience for us, especially if it is a spiritual energy that is trying to help us learn something. But the only way that 
it will be able to perceive it is as something that we understand. It seems like it could appear as anything, but if we understand what it's the message better as a gray extraterrestrial or as right. some kind of angelic being, that could be possibly what these energies appear as and right. that's what i consider often that these aren't necessarily just these little beings that are coming from different planets but may be surrounding us at all times just mm. outside of the spectrum of our vision right. what do you think about that no i agree with that i agree with that like uh, i actually made a video about that i said you know it's spiritual entities always around you um you know like mm. a lot of people talk about you know how you got spirit guides how you have you know ancestors and, you know, I believe in that, you know, like I'm definitely in tune with my guys because it's been so many times, like, especially like kind of growing up in the environment that I grew up in, like, you know, it's a lot of crime, a lot of gang activity. It's a lot of, you know, weird stuff going on. And it's like, it's so many times where I would just hear a voice, you know, I might be at the basketball court. I would hear a voice like, yo, you need to leave, like, like go home. Like, and, you know, at first I would kind of question it. But then it's like anytime I would question that inner voice, something bad would happen. So I just learned to kind of start trusting it. And it's like it's been so many times I got that premonition. I would leave the basketball court then boom, somebody got shot like literally mm. right after I left. So, you know, to me, that's that's a form of, you know, uh, of a guide or a spiritual entity that's around you. That's kind of like, you know, giving you this information. And then, like I say, like, once you really look at it from a metaphysical level, you know, w everything is connected. So it's not really that it's like another being like that's really outside of you. It's really just another aspect of yourself. Um, so that's kind of how I look at it, too. It's like a lot of times we look at these beings as something that's separate from us. But really, you know, it's aspects of us. And, you know, once we learn how to kind of integrate and raise our level of, of awareness and consciousness, we actually start to see that, you know, we can, you know, even because basically I'm I'm kind of like going ahead of myself. But, you know, you can leave your, you can leave your body, basically. So if you can leave your body and, you know, you can expand your awareness beyond just your physical body then that proves that, you know, we're that you could be connected to all of these different things and, you know, all of these star systems. So, you know, it's really just about expanding your consciousness beyond just, you know, who you think you are and, you know, your name, your religion, your race, where you from, like all of these things. We think that's who we are, but we're really so much more. We really are the universe experiencing itself through us. So. I love it, man. That's a great answer. Now let's get into some of the modalities that you're utilizing: meditation, breath work, right. brain wave entrainment, visualization, visualization, manifestation. I've used a lot of these methods myself, right. along with the uh, implementation of different plant medicines, psychedelics at times. Oh yeah. Implementation of different frequencies. There's so many different things that you can do to explore consciousness, other than just sitting there because I know a lot of people have trouble just meditating, like yeah. myself. Yeah. I have to implement different other methods along with it to have much success. Right. But let's talk about some of the modalities that you're using. Right. Yeah, I mean, um, the thing about meditation that a lot of people get wrong is that they think that meditating means you have to just sit there and close your eyes and, you know, just be, you know, not doing anything. But that's just one form of meditation. Like you can be meditating while you're working out. 
you can be meditating while you writing or creating art. Like that's one of my favorite ways to meditate because really meditation is just you, you being able to focus your mind on a singular activity or a singular goal or a singular thing. And you learning to kind of train your mind to focus in. So a lot of times people meditate without even realizing it. Like if you driving on the highway for a long time, you know, they'll, you'll eventually kind of go into a zone or a meditative state to where it's just like, everything is kind of on autopilot. And so, um, that's really what meditation is. It's like, it's so many techniques and it's so many different ways, but there's really no one way to meditate. And really a lot of people do it without realizing it. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a multi, it's a, it's a multi-dimensional practice, but I like to, you know, tell people to start off with meditation first, because, you know, the art of discovering your own mind, I just feel like is, it's really priceless. Like, and it's so valuable because a lot of people don't understand how thoughts create, create reality. They don't understand how your thoughts actually send out an electrical impulse and that electrical impulse has like magnetism, you know, um, behind it and your thoughts and your emotions together is basically like an electrical charge and, you know, a magnetic um, pull. So basically based upon those two things, this kind of sets the tone for what you will experience in life and the different things that you can manifest. So um, I definitely recommend people um, to start off with that because, you know, it's important to just ground yourself in you know a positive energy like if 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 you just out here kind of just going through the world it's like you may not really understand why you feel certain negative emotions sometimes sometimes it's not even coming from you because you know you got all the people's thoughts going around and you interfacing with certain people you go in certain places and so you can pick up on these energies like on the astral level to where you know you don't realize that you may be actually picking up on somebody else's thoughts just because you haven't really meditated and learned how to kind of, you know, ground yourself in you and just learn to quiet the mind. Because a lot of people live in a state where it's just a constant stream of thoughts. And, you know, I tell people that, <clears throat> you know, that inner voice that you hear in your head, you know, that is kind of like, you know, that kind of sets the energetic tone for your life too. Like, you know, I always say you have to, change that inner monologue um because a lot of people have a negative self-talk constantly going on so anytime they try to do something they can't really shape that negative voice in their head it's like no nah, you can't really do it you know like who do you think you are and all these all these negative thoughts and by meditating you can actually start to gain more control over that so that's like one modality that you know i would recommend people to do and then you know breath work is something that it took me a while to really see the relevance and the importance of it. But once I really understood that it's like, you know, you can go a few days without eating food. You can go a few days without, you know, um, drinking water, but how long can you go without breathing, mm. you know? And so when we, and really when we talking about spirit, you really talking about, you know, breath and, and air because, you know, it's the ether. It's like, you can't see it but it's always there. And that's where it literally gives the energy to us. Like the first, like at, at the first level, it's like without, without air, without breathing, you really don't have anything. So once you get into conscious breathing and you combine that with meditation and visualization, 
you can really start to rejuvenate your cells because a lot of people don't understand that, you know, when you breathe deeply and breathe into your diaphragm instead of just breathing, you know, shallow at the chest level, when you breathe deeply, it literally, you know, puts more oxygen into your into your, all of your organs. So just doing this alone can help, you know, alleviate certain type of diseases or certain things you may go through um, just from breathing, because a lot of people never really breathe deeply. They just strictly breathe, you know, um, you know, through the mouth and they don't understand that, you know, when you take a deep breath, you know, you can actually with your mind, you can visualize energy coming into your body and, you know, you can heal yourself with that. And, um, you know, even personally, like what really helped me go to the next level with that is that, you know, um, I was paralyzed for like two and a half years. Um, you know, I was in a wheelchair. Wow. Um, you know, I got shot directly in my spine and, you know, it like basically I had like, um, you know, a couple like broken vertebrae. And so, yeah, I was paralyzed for about two and a half years and through deep meditation, um, through deep visualization, through breath work, you know, I was able to heal myself because, um, you know, the doctors told me that I would never walk again, like based on how severe my energy was. They was like, man, it's no way. Like basically you're going to be in a wheelchair forever. You know, we're going to give you this surgery, you know, and it's that's pretty much it. But like I say, like I always been the type of person to not really just conform yeah. to reality. So in my mind, I'm like, man, it's no way that I'm not going to walk again. Like I just refuse to accept that reality. And, you know, a lot of time these doctors and people, man, like they really subconsciously be casting spells on people. Yeah, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like how medical hexing. <laughs> exactly. It's a real thing. Like, yeah. you know, because if someone tells you, hey, look, you got this uncurable disease and you're going to die in six months. If you actually internalize that and believe that it's probably going to become true. <clears throat> but if you within yourself say, nah, bro, I, I refuse to accept that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to take responsibility for my own life and create, you know, the conditions for my body to heal then you can kind of like, you know, counteract that and you can bypass that because it's all a program. And, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that every doctor is being malicious when they say things like that. But it's like, you know, a lot of times they just unconsciously do it because that's how they've been trained. They're programmed. So, you know, they, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they programmed and it's like they see this information. And they say, hey, this is what it is. And they tell you that. And it's also a monetary incentive mm. for them to, you know, keep you sick and to keep you, you know, it. they don't really make money to heal you. They really make money to just, you know, alleviate your symptoms a little bit just to keep you coming back. Yeah. So, but yeah, going through that really taught me a lot. And it's just like, you know, um, just really, you know, not accepting what, you know, the 3D reality is trying to kind of push onto you. And once you kind of elevate to a higher level and, you know, look at yourself from outside of yourself, you can kind of start to gain more, you know, perspective on your life. And so, yeah, meditation, breath work and visualization. So were you able to completely heal? Oh, yeah, I'm walking now. That's I'm walking incredible, now. Incredible, man. Incredible. Yeah, man. Pretty appreciate that. It's like, yeah, I'm walking now. I mean, I still have like, you know, some pain and like, you know, it's certain things that still kind of like, you know, ailing me a little bit, but. Yeah, for the most part, um, I'm pretty much healed. And it's like, what's crazy is, you know, um, I actually went back to the um, same hospital because I, I wanted to actually talk to the doctor. 
Because I'm like, man, you know, this could be some good medical research. Yeah. And literally when I went there, you know, the um, the staff and nurse, she was like, oh, yeah, he um he, he quit. He no longer works at this facility. So oh. I just felt like that was just so, you know, like like just telling that, you know, it's like I, I was able to beat the eyes, you know, and kind of go against everything that they medical research said. And that same doctor who told me that, you know, he he basically had to quit. Yeah. And so, um, you know, yeah, that that was a crazy experience. And that's kind of like, you know, um, going into like the subconscious mind, you know, that was like some deep shadow work that I had to do because basically that whole time that I was paralyzed, like, I mean, really the only thing I could do was, you know, tap into the mind and go deeper into my own psyche, into my own soul. And so I realized that, you know, I had a lot of unresolved trauma. I had a lot of grudges that I was still holding on to. I had a lot of things that, you know, I didn't realize, but, you know, it was actually, you know, causing me pain because I wasn't able to resolve these things. So, you know, just over time, just like really like going super deep into meditation, because, you know, the thing about it is the hardest part for people is, you know, they get attached to their thoughts. And the key to meditation is even when you have thoughts, you just don't attach to them. You just let them pass through you. And eventually, if you can hold that kind of state of just like not thinking, you know, you'll actually start to like awaken, you know, more senses. So you'll start to like really feel your heartbeat more. You can feel the energy pulsing through your body. And once you get to that point, now you can actually start like going to the next level and you can actually start like, you know, visualizing things that you want to see. Or if you wanted to, you could leave the body. But it, it's hard for people to break that barrier of like, you know, the first layer of consciousness, because, you know, even on a scientific level, what you're really doing when you meditate is that you altering your your brain waves, you know, because you got like the beta um, brainwave state. You got the gamma, the alpha, the theta and all of these different brainwave states correspond to a certain level of consciousness so right now um we are like in in the beta brainwave state because this is the brainwave state that's you know when you're in a waking state like your normal everyday you know state of consciousness but there's like lower levels where you know when you do activities that relax you now you get into the alpha wave state and this is when your subconscious mind becomes a little bit more suggestible like you know, um, one thing that I'm into as well is like, you know, hypnotherapy, uh, even though you want to do it with someone that you trust, you don't really just want anybody mm-hmm. to kind of have the access. Um, then you can also hypnotize yourself. But, you know, really what you're doing is, you know, the first thing they tell you to do is like, yo, you got to completely relax because, you know, if you don't fully relax and fully, you know, open up, you know, uh, open up your subconscious, you won't be able to go very deep. Mm-hmm. So. Um, when you go to sleep and you dream, the reason that you can do that is because, you know, you're functioning at that certain brain, that brainwave state. And so as you get sleepy, you know, the, the the cycles slow down because, you know, they basically measure in like hertz frequencies. So, you know, once you slow that brainwave state down, now you can perceive different states of consciousness. So um, even like you said, with psychedelics, that's kind of what psychedelics do. It alters your brainwaves. So that you perceive things differently mm-hmm. and you can do this naturally with meditation and breath where you can get psychedelic type experiences or effects you know just through that and so you know once you like get to these you know lower 
you know, brainwave states, you get closer and closer to the subconscious. And, you know, the subconscious is really what runs our life because these are, are the deepest, most innermost beliefs that, you know, really shape how we view the world. So, for example, if like, you know, you grow up in like a very, very strict household, you know, where it's like a lot of rules and it's like, you know, you're not allowed to do certain things. You're going to have like a different subconscious, you know, mind than somebody that didn't have that. Um, and it's like your experiences kind of shape that. So a lot of people have like these limiting beliefs within their subconscious. They have like a lot of things that they're not aware of, but it's affecting them. Because a lot of times when we do have traumatic experiences, we kind of just block them out and we kind of just try to forget about it. And we don't understand that, you know, that trauma is affecting us like. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I see this a lot like with dating. You know, like if a man or a woman, if you have like four bad experiences with, you know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, it's easy to just say, yo, all men are trash or like yeah. all women are this. And you're only saying that because of trauma. Mm. And it's like, bro, it's billions of people in the world. So how can you say that a whole gender is bad because of your limited experiences? But that's what trauma does. And so now your whole your whole worldview is shaped to think, oh, yeah, men are this or women are this. Mm. So guess what? You're going to keep attracting that because that's your deep subconscious belief. And until you change that you'll never really change what you manifest. Um, and that applies to everything. It's like a lot of people have this mentality, like, you know, and a lot of people come at me for this. And I say, man, look, conspiracy theories are interesting. You know, it's fun to watch, but some people get so caught up in it that they really end up feeding their energy to the thing that they yeah. think they're against. Right. You know, right. and it's like a lot of people have this subconscious belief to where they don't think that they can progress in life because the system is holding them back or, you know, the government or, you know, these these different groups. And it's like, you know, it may be true on some level, but at the same time, you know, it's so many people that is highly successful despite all of that to where it's like, you know, you're you're creating that reality by constantly feeding into it. And you know how the social media algorithm works. Once you watch one conspiracy theory, <laughs> they're going to keep showing them to you and you get into this deep rabbit hole. And I've seen people where it's like they're just constantly in a state of being anxious, being paranoid, feeling like they're being watched and all of this stuff. And it's like, man, it can really put you into a, a downward spiral. And this is all dealing with the subconscious mind. It's like you have to change, you know, who you are on a core level. And, you know, it's not easy to do. You know, it takes time. It takes effort. And you have to want to do it. And, you know, a lot of people you know, they don't really see the importance in things that's not physically immediately tangible. Mm. And they don't understand that a lot of times it's the unseen. It's the things that we're not aware of that's really affecting us. And, you know, these sciences, you know, the meditation, all of these things is about looking within yourself 
you know, and finding the triggers that you have, finding the patterns that you have, because a lot of people don't even realize that they have like a pattern to everything that they do in life. Like, you know, especially how the system is, it kind of programs you to do the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times that kind of keeps us like stagnant, keeps us in a loop. So sometimes you kind of have to break out of your routine. You might have to like leave your hometown to where um, where you grew up at. You know, you might have to like start, you know, meeting new people, going to events, you know, just to kind of change, you know, the 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 frequency of, you know, your your pattern. Um, yeah. So it, it's a lot of things, but it all kind of goes into changing who you are on an inner level. So. That's, that's really the focus of, of all of these practices. I love it, man. Now, I want to go back to something you were talking about a few minutes ago, how we can pick up on other people's emotions and energies and sometimes even thoughts and we wouldn't realize it. What are some techniques that you use that maybe others could use to become more aware that this is happening, maybe become aware, more aware of their own thoughts and feelings versus other ones? Right. Um, yeah, like it's, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a a practice of self-awareness. So the first thing you have to do is like, you have to become more aware of yourself on that inner level, because, you know, like I say, it's like different layers of consciousness. Like, you know, just like a lot of people you may meet in the world, you know, people, you know, it's a term, it's kind of funny, you know, people call them like NPCs (laughs) to where it's like, you know, certain people, it's like, they kind of just exist on the surface level. Um, you know, they don't really go deep into anything because, you know, honestly, the deeper you get, the darker it gets a lot of times. And so a lot of people kind of fear, you know, going too deep into things because, you know, um, and I will say this, some people don't always make it out in one piece. Um, and this is where some people do need like a, a guru or, you know, a, a teacher to kind of help them navigate through this stuff. But yeah, it's like you have to become aware of yourself on that level to even know that it's happening because and it's kind of basic too. It's like, I mean, if you hang around people that's negative all the time, <laughs> right, right. you're going to, you know, you're going to kind of become that. So you have to just really be conscious of like what you're allowing into your mind. Um, and a lot of people don't know, like a lot of the music we listen to, a lot of like, you know, the, you know, the things people watch, the things people consume, you know, the food that people eat. You know, like all of these things can kind of affect you on a subtle level. And so, you know, you really just have to first analyze your own thoughts and your own feelings on a day to day basis. And once you kind of see like, OK, I'm I'm feeling kind of off, then you have to see like what caused that. Like, am I feeling off when I go around these these groups of people when I go to this certain area? And am I feeling these thoughts because, you know, I ate something? Am I feeling these thoughts because, you know, I'm watching all these conspiracy theory videos that's telling them that that's telling me that I'm going to be a slave and the New World Order is going to do all of these, you know, terrible things to me. It's like all of that, you know, you're picking up on those thoughts. So um, it's like, yeah, it's really just about self-awareness and kind of like, you know, analyzing how you feel day to day. And then from there, you want to try to pinpoint what's causing it. Like, why am I feeling like this? You know, um, what is it about, you know, um, these people that's that's causing it? And, you know, um, one way that you can kind of help yourself is, um, you know, you want to create a shield. So, um, you know, like I was saying with the meditation and the visualization, 
you know, um, one of my favorite meditations is actually the Merkaba meditation, where basically you get into a meditative state and then you visualize yourself being in like almost like a pyramid. And it's like a pyramid that's up and a pyramid that's down. So it's like two interlocking pyramids. And what you want to do is like you want to visualize them rotating around you. And from doing this meditation, from doing this visualization, it'll activate your light body. And, you know, it can also become a shield. And so, you know, a lot of times when we start talking about like psychic energy and energy vampires, you know, you do this meditation to build up, you know, your aura. You know, we all got an aura and like, you know, energetic bodies. And, you know, you can build that up through meditation. Like I tell people like meditation is like working out, but for your mind. Um, and so the stronger that you can build up, you know, these these um, these images and these visualizations, you know, it can have a profound effect on your life. Like anytime I go somewhere, I always mentally visualize myself being in like a force field. So it's like I'm not really picking up on people's thoughts. Um, then, you know, a lot of people like to wear crystals. You know, you got like the tourmaline, the black obsidian, you know, certain stones that will kind of like help deflect and absorb that energy, too. Um, but really just mindfulness. Like once you're like the thing about it is once you're conscious that all of this stuff exists, really a lot of it can kind of be alleviated just based on that because you know that it's happening now. A lot of people don't know that it's happening, so it affects them more because they they're not aware of it. But once you're aware of it, now you can kind of say like, oh, damn, like anytime I'm around, anytime I go to this bar or I go to this with these particular people, I come away feeling drained or I come away, you know, feeling a certain type of way. But until you start thinking about it and really kind of looking at everything that's going on, you won't really know. Right on. Now let's get into brainwave entrainment, maybe some techniques for folks that are interested in this. And I definitely am myself. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, yeah, it's like, you know, like I was saying earlier about the frequencies, like one thing that a lot of people don't know is like, you know, you got something that's called the main hums, which is basically like based on how the electrical grid is set up, you know, um, there's a constant like low frequency that's always kind of playing around us. Um, And a lot of time that frequency can kind of have a subtle effect Um, and it affects different people differently. But you know, it's a lot of things that's kind of just in the atmosphere. And, you know, it's always like radioactive and electrical waves around us. And, you know, one thing I tell people is like, you know, if you can that, you know, before you go to sleep, you know, it's it's good to like unplug all of your electronic devices. And um, this will help you like <clears throat> it'll help you get better sleep. It'll help. It's good for your body um, because, you know, I love technology. Like I use technology every day, but at the same time, I do understand that, you know, the overexposure to this has led to, you know, rises in cancer and has led to rise in certain unhealthy things. Um, So, you know, brainwave entrainment, basically your brain, you know, kind of like entrains itself based on the frequencies around it. Um, And so people individually have frequencies, you know, um, certain stones have frequencies. And uh, one one good thing that you can do is, uh, you know, if you like go on YouTube, you'll see these a lot, but you'll see like certain meditations. It'll be like, you know, um, this frequency will help, you know, calm anxiety. This particular frequency will help, you know, induce these particular states. And um, one real common one is like the 432 hertz frequency. 
um you know this is good to like activate the heart um you know you got like the 528 frequency um and really you want to get into what they call the um solfeggio frequencies i don't know if i'm pronouncing that word right but you know these are like mm -hmm. frequencies that basically correspond to the chakras they correspond to the different planets um then you know you got the schumann resonance which is basically you know the earth itself has a frequency and you know basically that frequency over the past you know hundreds and thousands of years has slowly been rising and you know that the rising of that frequency changes the earth and so you know basically you know you have to raise your frequency to be able to you know enter into the new earth so you know brainwave entrainment is super deep because you know we don't realize that you know everything that we kind of like you know hear um or even the things that we don't hear you know is um affecting us on a subtle level and so you kind of have to consciously you know and train your brain with frequencies that will particularly help you um and like even the cia came out with um you know proof basically you know verifying that you know um astral travel is possible you know manifestation is a real thing it's like a full document and you know one thing that they talk about was like the hemisync and how certain sounds and frequencies and sound waves you know can activate and you know stimulate certain parts of the brain um and working in music i see this all the time it's like literally um you know when you engineer music you have to go in and what you do is you literally remove the unwanted frequencies so it's certain frequencies like where you listen to them and you turn it up loud it can literally like give you a headache like it can literally cause physical pain and so we were like, you know, we go in and we remove the unwanted frequencies and then we raise up the positive frequencies that, you know, saying give you those feelings of, you know, bliss, those feelings of, you know, nostalgia. So it's super deep. And like really a lot of things I learned from spirituality, I learned from music. Um, and so I, I found that it's literally certain frequencies that just correspond with the bet with the body in a certain particular way. And um you know, once you kind of like understand that, like I said, you can go on YouTube. They got a lot of music. Um, you know, you got like the whole binaural beats thing. And um, it was interesting, too, because I was reading some research where they've been treating Alzheimer's patients with music, mm -hmm. you know, and they found that a lot of like Alzheimer's patients that, you know, have memory loss and, you know, they kind of like have all of the problems that's associated with that that when they play music um, that that person used to really like, that it would literally like light up their brain and they would start to remember those words. And even if they couldn't remember certain things in their daily life, their subconscious, since it, it was entrained with that frequency, basically, you know, if you have good moments associated with that song, mm. when you hear that song, it'll actually, you know, stimulate that part of your brain and you can actually tap into those emotions. So they've been treating Alzheimer's patients with, with like music and certain, you know, old songs or like certain, you know, um, like meditation type frequencies. And they've been saying that, you know, it's been having a positive effect. So yeah, it's a real thing. Um, and, and it's a very powerful way to change things. That's incredible, man. Now, speaking of powerful ways to change things, let's talk about visualization and manifestation. Also, techniques I've utilized myself with incredible results using various right. techniques.
I'm always interested in hearing your different modalities. So what do you use for visualization and manifestation? Oh, yeah, um, man, there's so many things. But um, honestly, when I tell people about visualization, you know, you want to not just visualize, you want to fully immerse yourself in the experience. So if you want a new house, yeah, it's cool to visualize the house, but you want to actually engage all of your senses. So what does the doorknob feel like? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what's the material of the floors? Like, you know, you want to actually, like, in your mind, go up and actually touch the wall. Like, what does it smell like? Like, you want to engage all of your senses because, basically, our subconscious mind can't tell the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So, you know, the more that you can visualize and you can associate, you know, all of your senses and associate these feelings and emotions with that visualization, you know, you give your brain and you give yourself kind of like a roadmap to understand, like, you know, the energy that it would take to get there. So once you can kind of like understand how it would feel, now you just have to maintain that energetic state. And it's basically like you want to live your life as if you already have it. And that's like one of the main things. It's like, yeah, if you want to manifest more money, you don't do that by thinking about how you don't have money and how, you know, stressful the situation is. You have to kind of like trick your mind into already knowing that you have everything you need and that abundance is your natural state. You know, lack and limitation is not the natural state. And so, you know, when you visualize these things, you know, um, it's different levels you can do it on. Like, when I was paralyzed, I would like visualize like golden energy or like light energy, like just flowing into my body. And I would literally like visualize the energy going directly into my spine and like mending together the broken bones. And, you know, just doing that over and over and over again, you know, like I say, it like it entrains your brain and your subconscious can't really tell the difference. And the thing is, like I say, the uh, the electrical charges that you producing, it's like you're basically pro reprogramming your subconscious by repeatedly doing these things. Because, you know, it's a few ways to reprogram the subconscious. You got repetition. Um, you got symbols, you know, numbers, colors. All of these things speak to us on multiple levels. So, you know, green is a color that's associated with healing. So I would also visualize like green energy coming into my body and then you know i would just like literally visualize <clears throat> like i would visualize like you know beautiful women just massaging my back all day you know and they, they would be like angels like and their hands would be like emitting you know light energy into my back and so this is how you but you have to make it real in your mind mm -hmm. you know a lot of people it's like you know um it, it takes them a while to be able to train their imagination up because you know a lot of us we let the system and we let society kind of destroy our imagination because they convinced you that your imagination wasn't real and that it wasn't, it didn't have value. When even Einstein himself said that the imagination is greater than knowledge, you know, because you can imagine things that don't yet exist, you know, and, you know, but knowledge is basically things that already exist that we just kind of read and we base our life on that. But the imagination has no limits. It's no limitations. And most people don't even use it to their advantage. And they don't realize that the imagination is the gateway to the spiritual realm.
<clears throat> and you know they tell you that it's not real and they de-emphasize it so that you never tap into it and that's why even in the bible they say that you can't enter into the kingdom of heaven until you unless you're like a child you know and what they're really saying is that you know a child has a pure heart a child has an imagination and they're not yet programmed by the world to basically sacrifice themselves in order to conform and so you know visualization man it's a gift like you know kids can do it easily um but a lot of adults kind of have trouble with doing it and it's something you got to practice at but yeah, yeah you my favorite visualize. aspect of that is the healing aspect i've used right. this many times the visualization of i've had cysts on the back of my neck that actually I was able to drain with visualization that these little elves were shoveling it out with a shovel. And within <laughs> a couple of days of doing that, the cyst was gone and just different other ailments that I've had and, and sicknesses right. and things like that. But it is incredible. The, the powers that this have and oh, yeah. what do you, do you think that there is any limitation to what we can heal our own human bodies with, with this power? Um, I mean, I don't believe in, you know, the only limitations that exist are the ones that you accept. Mm. You know, if you within yourself believe that you can't do something, mm. I mean, you basically just told the universe that, you know, you, you, you don't want that to happen. Mm. Um, so the first step is, is to believe that it can happen. Um, so yeah, I believe that you can use these things to, you know, alleviate or, you know, help with any problem, whether it's health wise, whether it's mental health related, you know, whether it's dealing with just like personal situations in your life, you know, visualization is like a main aspect to all of this. Like, mm -hmm. you know, even when you get into like magic and, you know, different things like that, it's all based on visualization, you know, um, you know, and like when you deal with like healers and, you know, different things like that, it's like the thing is somebody that can heal somebody, you know, they have to actually, you know, be so you know, their intent has to be so pure and so focused that, you know, when they visualize, you know, the, the healing happening, it actually happens because they don't have any resistance to it. Like yeah. the first thing most people do when they do want something and this kind of go back to manifestation, they say, yo, I want this thing, you know, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, love or whatever it is. But once they say that they want it, then like a day later, they're complaining about what they don't have. And they don't understand that they're sending out a signal that contradicts what they want. Mm -hmm. So the universe literally doesn't know what to give you anymore. Because for one one day you say you want this, but then the next day your actions aren't aligning with that thing. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's really any limitations to this, you know, and I think it's definitely something that you want to combine it with other practices to get the full benefit of it. But um you know, I just had so much success doing this that, you know, to me, it's really no doubts that it works and that is real. Excellent, man. Now, I haven't done much research or learned much about the chakra system or chakra activation. And I know that in your talk, you'll be discussing heart chakra activation. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Right. Um, well, yeah, basically every chakra that you have, it corresponds to certain emotions certain personality traits um and you know like for example like the lower three chakras you know the root chakra the sacral chakra the solar plexus chakra like you know the root chakra is basically like you know the lowest chakra and this is like your foundation and 
you know, it's, it's also interesting because every chakra also corresponds to a certain amount of years in your life. So the root chakra is basically from ages zero to seven. And this kind of sets the foundation of the rest of your life. Um, <clears throat> and this deals with like survival. It's like the, the base level of who you are. And, um, you know, a lot of people have root chakra issues based upon, you know, you may have been neglected as a child. You may have been, you know, just had a real rough upbringing. So your foundation is kind of like, you know, shaky based upon that. And then as you continue to go up to chakras, you know, you got the sacral chakra, which is basically dealing with like sexuality. It's dealing with like, <clears throat> it's dealing with sexuality. It starts to kind of like, you know, deal with like how you perceive yourself. Um, then you go up to the solar plexus and this is like the will, like the solar plexus is basically like a sun that's inside of you. And this also corresponds with like, you know, how easily you can manifest. It deals with like confidence. It deals with like, you know, being able to fully be who you're supposed to be. Um, and so once you get to the heart, this is where, you know, the, the great work actually happens. Um, because until you activate your heart, um, you really can only go but so far. And so, you know, the heart chakra, this deals with compassion. You know, it deals with with empathy and it deals with like, you know, love and, you know, not just loving in a romantic way, but loving in a holistic way to where you now can see yourself in others. And the reason that the world is so, you know, like it's so much hate in the world is because people don't have activated heart chakras. Because if you see somebody else and you recognize this is an aspect of me, well, like, why would you harm that person? Mm -hmm. You know, but it's like if you don't have that heart chakra activation, you know, you'll just see another person like, oh, I don't really I don't really care. Like, you know, so you'll be willing to, you know, do things to this person, you know, for no reason um, in a harmful way. And so, you know, you activate the heart chakra. Um, really, a lot of times it gets activated by default when you do fall in love, because when you fall in love with somebody now, you know, you're not just thinking about yourself. And now you have to develop a certain level of compassion and you start to see this other person as an extension of you. So when we do fall in love, it's really teaching us on a metaphysical level, you know, to be able to connect with things that's, you know, beyond us. And once it's really activated, you know, this is when you actually start, you know, trying to help others. And this is where, you know, all of your, you know, Messiah figures and, you know, the Jesus and the Buddhas of, of you know, the ancient world, you know, they had activated heart chakras. And that's how they was able to heal people and enlighten people because they had transcended their lower self. Like the lower self is basically the lower three chakras. And, you know, a lot of people get up to the third chakra. And the third chakra, the solar plexus, is very powerful. Like you can become rich and famous from tapping into the third chakra. But until you tap into the heart, you know, you will just be like, you know, these people that like, you know, they have money. But, you know, this is where the expression, you know, selling your soul comes from. Because like you, you have the material success, but you haven't truly tapped into the heart. So you're willing to do anything. You're willing to rob and, you know, you're willing to do shady things just for personal you know, gain. And um, until you, you know, go beyond that and you start to see yourself and others, you know, you can't really activate the heart. And, you know, it's not until we activate the heart that society can truly evolve because most people vibrate on those three lower chakras. So at their ceiling, 
they're only still thinking about like, yo, how can I personally gain from this? How can I manipulate others to get to a higher level? All of that is lower level chakra activity. And once you tap into the heart, then you tap into the throat chakra. And now you get to the point where you can express this. And now your words have energy behind them because people can feel what you're saying. And so, you know, a lot of the powerful speakers, you know, um, certain people who can just move people emotionally with their words. These are people that have developed themselves and they activated the heart and activated the throat chakra to where they can speak truth. They can speak things that can change people's lives just based on words because, you know, words are energy. Then, you know, you get to everybody's favorite chakra, which is the third eye. And this is when, you know, you can see beyond the material world. You know, this is when you can close your eyes and you can clearly see things. You can imagine things, you know, a lot easier. And, you know, the reason a lot of people can't go deep into meditation is because, you know, the third eye is dormant. You know, the pineal gland is calcified. Um, and, you know, they have to do a lot of meditation, you know, even just visualizing like a light inside of your head, you know, just like expanding can help activate and stimulate, you know, the pineal gland. Because we're still talking about brain activity when we talk about, you know, the pineal gland. And so, you know, once you get past that, you get to the crown. And this is this is when you become the enlightened being. And this is when just your presence alone can heal people. You know, because you've literally transcended your own karma, you transcended your own negative emotions, and you have become almost like a god on earth in a way, because, you know, like your energy has kind of like transcended, you know, the 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 lower aspects of yourself. So now, you know, you can become like, you know, you basically become like the Buddha to where you can speak words and you can help other people wake up. See, once you're enlightened now, really, I mean, the best thing to do is to help other people become enlightened because, you know, the more people that reach this state of consciousness, we can begin to heal the world and we don't have to like, you know, go out here and like, you know, protest and riot, even though, I mean, sometimes things like that, you know, may, may have benefit, but, you know, at the end of the day, the real revolution is elevating your consciousness. Because once you elevate your consciousness to a certain level, for one thing, you'll be protected from a lot of things just based upon vibrating at a higher level. It's like certain people won't even be able to get next to you. It's like just because they won't even be able to stand your energy. And if you do be around them, certain people will kind of like reveal themselves because the lower like the lower nature of them will kind of like feel threatened by the higher nature that you're at. And, you know, um, sometimes like you can become the inspiration for them to change because they just see you like even me. Like when I go out a lot of places, you know, people are just naturally drawn to me. Like I can literally just be like minding my business and people coming up to me like, hey, are just asking me random questions. And it's just because, you know, I'm just at a certain level within myself to where, you know, I just attract people because, you know, it's kind of like. It's almost like a responsibility I have to kind of like help people evolve ever since I evolved. And it's like it kind of just naturally happens. Like and, and that's the thing, too, when you truly align, you know, on a spiritual on a spiritual level, a lot of things would just happen without you even having to try. It's like, you know, like even now, like I remember, like, you know, years ago, I used to like really work hard to like, you know, make money or to make things happen. But now it seems like everything is a lot easier. It's like mm -hmm. things just kind of just happen 
you know, just just naturally. And so, you know, um, but yeah, like the heart chakra is like the it's like the essence of spiritual work. And until you activate that, you really kind of can only go but so far. Right on, man. This has been a wonderful conversation. We're definitely going to have to have you back on soon. But before you go, you're going to be speaking at Disclosure Fest. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Super excited about that, man. Yeah, man. Tell us a little bit about it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be in Vegas. It's a super, super amazing event. Uh, I'm going to be speaking live. Um, it's a three-day event. It's like a festival um, so it's the November 10th, 11th and 12th. It's going to be an amazing panel of speakers. I think it's like over 20 speakers is going to be there. And these are all the top people, you know, talking about consciousness, extraterrestrials, healing, everything that can help change your life and help people reach a higher level of consciousness and awareness. Um, so it's going to be a dope event. It's going to be music, um, musical artists performing. Um, I'm gonna actually be performing there as well, too. Oh, I'm going to awesome. be doing a DJ set. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an amazing event. The energy is going to be great. You know, it's going to be food. It's going to be like-minded individuals. So definitely, you know, um, if you can make your way down to Vegas, man, you know, I'm going to be there, um, you know, definitely looking forward to it. And, um, you know, we're going to try to going to try to change the world you know those three days yes sir uh, looking forward to that 100 percent. now Merkaba, what is the best way that people can find out more about you and reach your content um yeah Merkaba 13 on all social platforms i'm on instagram tiktok youtube um so that's probably where you can find a lot of my content um and then you know just type in Merkaba 13.com that's my personal website so I got products on there. I got ebooks. Um, I have like different services that I offer. So um, yeah, like you can find me there. Um, you know, Mercaba 13, all platforms. Um, you know, I try to, you know, really go hard with the content and kind of be omnipresent. So that's probably the best way that that you can find me. Excellent. Thank you so much, Mercaba. We're gonna have to definitely do this soon. And until oh, next yeah. time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We will be talking again tomorrow. We'll see y'all then. Peace.